Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeika. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We are locked in. We are ready to go on a beautiful Sunday morning. Um, we got a lot of stuff to go over today, Mike. We got a wrestling check-in. We're going to talk about the NBA in-season tournament. We're going to do an NFL topic as well today. Uh, lots of good stuff coming your way. Before we do, though, I do want to make that last... Uh, holiday push, if you will, um, for all of our listeners out there. Our, our Righteous Felon Craft Jerky Code, Mike, has been popping off. We really appreciate the support there. Please go to RighteousFelon.com. Use our code always, right, for 15% off all Righteous Felon Craft Jerky products. Um, we really appreciate your support there. Also, please go to belowthecollar.com forward slash I'm always right PC, all one word, no spaces, to buy the official I'm always right sports podcast t-shirt while you still can before the holiday season is up and that website closes down. So we'll be uh, announcing probably a new purveyor of our merchandise here in the next few months. But until then, that is your place to go. Um, If you guys want to learn anything about the show, whether you guys want to learn a little bit more about Mike or myself, please go ahead and go to our website. I'm always right. PC.com. You can find us on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. People have been calling it Twix now, Mike. I don't know if you noticed that. You kind of combine the two and just make serious? it into a delicious candy bar. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, you can find me at, at Rob Medica. Mike, what's your handle on Twitter again? I always uh, forget. Probably Mike Merkel. At Mike Merkel. All right, I didn't know if you I had tweet, like a, I tweet some funny things. I didn't know if there. you had like a nine in there or something like that. Because no, sometimes so. you're cool, sometimes you're not, depending on how professional you want to be. It's fine. Yeah, sometimes um, it's the Merc zone, but yeah, it's not exactly. That one. Um, and obviously, you can find our, our show Twitter as well at I'm Always Right PC. Make sure you guys go give us a follow there as well. Um, well, we got a lot of stuff to go over today, Mike. Obviously, you know, we're going to hit some wrestling topics, but I do want to start off here with this NBA in-season tournament. Mm-hmm. We just concluded mm-hmm. the NBA in-season tournament. Your Los Angeles Lakers add another trophy to the LeBron James cabinet, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Lebron, oh, Jordan didn't do it. <laughs> For the Nick Wright fans out there. At some point, I just want Nick Wright to meet LeBron James, and I want to oh, see how that goes. Because does he that. just stammer all over himself? Just, I, I love you. I, just need, that what I need LeBron to walk into the FS1 lot because he'll see Nick Wright on one side and then Skip Bayless on the other side. And yeah. what, what does he do? I would love – I do want that just one time for, like, somebody, like, super – like because, like, Skip Bayless is so on the negative side of LeBron oh. to the point where it's excruciating, and Nick Wright's just going mm-hmm. on LeBron the whole time. Mm-hmm. Which um, is also kind of excruciating. It's also varied. Every tweet, I'm like, I get it. You're a fan. I got it. We understand. At this point, it's like, if you got to keep talking about it, you're just hurting his case more than anything. But I digress. Um, but just for him to go in and just be like, you're an idiot. And then also be like, I appreciate the support, but also like, can you tone it down about, I don't know, 40 notches? <laughs> That'd be great. Um, Lakers yeah. win the in-season tournament, Mike. But more importantly more importantly than the winner, right, because who gives a shit about that? More importantly, though, is what has it done for you as a viewer, right? I will be honest. I didn't watch any of these games. My team hasn't won a game in literally a month and a half. So, um, and that's not even an exaggeration. That's a legitimate fact. The Lions, I well, before we get to this tournament, I, I do have a fun question, okay? okay? I'm throwing this off the cuff now that I just thought about it. Okay. Who wins more games at the end of the year, Lions or Pistons? Uh, Lions. Really? Yeah. Really. So Lions get to knowing like 11 wins. At, knowing it, knowing <laughs> that they're at nine, I think yeah. they get to like 11 or 12. The Pistons would have to go on a massive winning streak to get to nine wins at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
they have two. So anyway, okay, going back to it. Um, what has it done for you though, as a viewer? Because you you were already in the NBA scene, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're known within NBA circles as the guy when it comes to yeah. the Luka Doncic's of the world. Okay, <laughs> you're you're president of the fan club. But mm-hmm. for for everybody That's else right. though, right? Looking at it from like an outside perspective going in, has the in season tournament done what it was expected to do. Draw people in, give people some stakes, make people care about these early regular season games, especially before we get to Christmas where we kind of decide, okay, who's going to be in it and who's going to be out. Uh-huh. Yeah, shockingly, um, I thought going in this was a really dumb idea. Yeah, um, yeah, we all kind of laughed at it. I, yeah, we all kind of laughed at it, and I was like, you know, I don't think it's going to do a lot. I don't think people are going to care more about a regular season game, if it's a tournament that doesn't mean anything. I'm glad they didn't get rings and they got medals, because yeah. I would have died. Like I don't mean to brag, guys, but check ring. out this sweet <laughs> ring that's on my finger. What's that for? Uh, the in-season the tournament. tournament. Oh, we beat the Pacers, okay? <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton was like leading the league in assists at the time. I know you don't know who that is, but it was a big deal back in the day. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought, and even when we got to the group stages where they yeah. were playing their games, I think they went two weeks and like, they had certain days where all the yeah. teams were playing group mm-hmm. stage games. The group stage games, I think, were fine. Yeah. You know, the bad teams were losing. The good teams were winning. Right. You know, the Bucks, the Lakers, um, the Sixers all went 4-0 and or 3-1. and mm-hmm. Like, all the or, yeah, uh, yeah, all Boston, the expected results. You know, Denver was 3-1. and Like, all the good teams were kind of just doing good team stuff because it's a regular season game. Right. Um, I will say, though, when they got to the portion of, like, the quarterfinals mm-hmm. and the single elimination part of it, I will say shit started to kick up. Yeah. Like watching, I think primarily, I think the best game of the entire tournament was either the Lakers Suns semifinal game or the uh, Boston Indiana yep. se- quarterfinal game. Yep. Um, both of those games, those crowds were electric. And yeah. I think the fun thing about this is the, the average to below average teams mm-hmm. like the Pacers who try right. and get the one seed so they get home games in this. Right. So the fans are like, we well, never we, yeah. we never really have we're playoff not, games yeah, We're here. not getting this later. So. so, yeah, I mean, Macers might make the playoffs right. later. They're a fine team, but they're not, like, going to be a one-two seed. They're going to get right. a couple home games maybe at, at that. Yeah. Um, the fans really came out for those games. Yep. You know, um, New Orleans had a home game, mm-hmm. and New Orleans isn't in the playoffs very often, so they came out and they were, you know, hollering and stuff. Yep. So I think... I think overall, it made the games, at least the the last week or so, yeah. a lot more enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'd give I'd give it a passing grade. I yeah. think I think it was a lot of fun. I'm still not a big fan of the courts. I don't like the yeah the green courts or like the Pistons <laughs> red and blue courts. Like yeah. I'm not a big fan of the court change. Yeah. But other than that, I think the games. Yeah. They you could tell teams actually tried. Right. Like they all the teams went out and they were like, We are gonna to try to put out a performance right. to try to win this thing. Right. And I think it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and I think in from that standpoint alone, right? Depending I, I haven't seen rating numbers or anything like that, because yeah. who cares? But more importantly, the, the I think you just nailed it though. It's the teams went in and said, Okay, all right, maybe we don't rest this guy tonight, right? Yeah. We'll rest him tomorrow when it doesn't it's just a regular, regular season game, mm-hmm. right? And you know, I think the branding of the new courts, the new jerseys, right? It's all about branding and yeah, making yeah. it feel special and isolated, right? So it's like, oh, hey, we're going to that play-in game and we're going to see the new court, right? New jerseys, all that kind of stuff. Like it all kind of comes together hand in hand. But I think yeah. I think you're spot on, though. I think 
I do think this was a success for the NBA. I think it helps that it had a team like the Lakers, who was a has a championship level contender, win it. it mm-hmm. uh, no offense, but like if Indiana would have won it, yeah, it would have like. That's a great story, but if when you go get swept by the Milwaukee in two months, everyone's gonna be like, who "I was, cares? I was really hoping for a Bucks Lakers final, yeah, and just a preview, yeah, right? Just get a to preview, get, just get yeah. a little preview, be like, oh, this is like a meaningful game with yeah. two teams.' I do think an un- unintended added co- or uh, a positive to it also yeah. was some of these teams, like the higher level playoff teams, kind of you have the opportunity to kind of test your playoff roster a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, usually in the regular season, most teams run like 9, 10, even 11 guys. Yeah. And they're like... And then when playoff comes, that bench playoff, gets short that to bench, 7. That bench is basically <laughs> 7, which is why when we would talk about like the Phoenix Suns last right. year, I'm like, yeah, it's cool when you have three really good guys, but, but when you have no... like, There's no one else that can come off and help you. Right. Like all these other teams have 7 or 8 really good players. Right. That's what makes the championship team. I'm actually really looking forward to the NBA playoffs this year, by the way. I think they're really going to be I think it's going to be a lot of great teams where you go... Who, oh. Yeah, any day, any day. Yeah. Um, but I think like the Lakers playing an eight man rotation. I mm-hmm. think the Pacers testing out an eight man rotation. The Bucks played a seven man rotation. Like all these teams were like, we're gonna play some playoff minutes mm-hmm. and really test how these guys can work together in a single elimination setting where it's not the playoffs where it's a game seven where right. all right, if we lose this game we're done for the year. Like if we lose in the semifinal of the play or the in season tournament. Yeah. Okay, we come back on Monday and we right. can just you know keep right. going as as usual, right? Exactly. But like, I think it was just interesting watching. Okay, what's we AD played forty two minutes in the final, right? Like stuff like that. It's like, can he go forty two and put up a good performance? Right. Can we get that in the playoffs and stuff? I thought stuff like that. Was yeah, really and I think too what it also allows the NBA to do, and it's something that I think we've criticized in the past. And there's 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 pluses and minuses to it though. Is it it shows a team. It shows how the league has a little bit more parity than I think people think at times, right? You know, when you see teams like Indiana kind of rise up, you know, and kind of make these moves where you go, ah, see, look, like there's some teams that maybe we're not talking about nearly as much that are playing really good basketball mm-hmm. that have good, like Rick Carlisle is a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's coaching Indiana right now, and you're like, okay, like it's it's as sexy it's, as it is to see that Milwaukee it, Lakers, Milwaukee Phoenix type of matchup. You at the same time, don't forget about some of these other teams. And I do think like the playoffs usually do. Yeah. And it's, and it helps a lot in single game elimination. Mm-hmm. Like stars are born. Oh, absolutely. Halliburton so, is now yeah. going to be a guy that people where, are like, Oh yeah, that's like, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Remember what he did to Boston? Yeah. yeah. Remember what he did to Boston, put up 40 against Boston, had mm-hmm. this game against the net. Like he right. went into the garden and did this. Yeah. Like that's, those are kind of games that make people. Mm-hmm. And so I think this tournament in a single elimination can also be like, Oh, remember that game where Luca had fifty, mm-hmm. like in the yeah. tournament game and a single elimination need to have a game. Like right. I think stuff like that in the long term and over the next couple of years, yeah. there are guys that are at breakout games and yeah. we get contracts based I'm on I'm really looking forward to the correlation, right? Of okay, like, all right, you know, first time a play in or the first time the in season tournament winner wins the championship, right? Or something like yeah. that, where you go, Okay, what where's the correlation there? Can you correlate anything to that? What are the numbers? Like mm. you're saying, usage, right? Like, hey, in the in season tournament, you know, Kawhi's playing thirty eight yeah, minutes. Thirty eight minutes. But then, you know, he comes and plays Detroit and he has a sandwich on the sideline, right? Mm. Like you're just like, Okay, well, clearly there's a different level there. Um I do wonder, though, and this is something that kind of just came to me off the cuff here, is there an unintended consequence a little bit of when it's not one of these in-season regular tournament games, especially early on in the year where you go, 
okay, you're definitely going to see more resting because these guys are playing 40 minutes for these other games. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you find that to be like where it's like right now, before the in-season tournament, we had like an, a middle ground where it was like, okay, if you were at a back-to-back, there's a good chance a guy like LeBron's not playing that back-to-back, right? Yeah. He's going to play one of those two. But if it was a if there was a in-season tournament game, you're, you're definitely going to see him play this game. So there's a guarantee you're not seeing him so, the next, like that Friday or whatever. So yes, to an extent. Yeah. I do think, though, as a fan, it kind of helps you a little bit. Because you can because trigger. You can, you you can, go, yeah. He's definitely playing that yeah, game. Yeah, so like if, if yeah. it happened where the Lakers say, say you want to go see LeBron, right, right. or, yeah. or Luka or right, right. Giannis, mm-hmm. whatever. They play on a Thursday in the in-season tournament game, mm-hmm. and then they're coming into your town on Friday – and say you're the Pistons at two and twenty. Yeah, I would be like, okay, so he's definitely playing the in season game. Right. He probably won't play this game, so I probably won't go. Yeah. Where beforehand, if he plays that back to back, you go, I, maybe he plays our game and skips the Thursday game. Like you don't know right. which one. Now you have that. Okay, you know he's playing this game. Mm-hmm. So if he usually doesn't play back to backs, he's not playing the next one. Right. It happened with uh, the Kyrie and the Mavs a few times yeah. where they would play a back to back. They play the in season one, and Kyrie's like, I'm out of this one. Yeah. And you go, yeah, that makes sense because you're going to play the in-season one. Right. And then right. the regular season game against right. whoever you're not going to play. Exactly. So I do think it is a weird consequence of it. But I do think as a fan, you can kind of plan around it yeah. as well. I don't think it's that For sure. big of a For problem. Sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think overall, rousing success. I think the NBA is happy with it. You know, and it's yeah. one of those things where you're talking about, you know, first quarter basketball, right? So Yeah, we're day, only 20 games in. And right. people are like, oh, my God, like – there are topics about the Pacers right. at next game. Right, exactly. They can, never, they, can they translate this to real playoff success? Like yeah. What happening, all that. I, I do think it, I would like it to be a little bit later. Yeah, like I if we so started too. around December mm-hmm. and got it going I in January. I think Christmas would be a perfect time to kind of like say, hey, like, here we go. Like, you got a whole slate of games, all all in-season tournament. Yeah, games. I think like Christmas is a good because everyone just plays competitive on Christmas regardless. Yeah. But if you spread it through the week of Christmas right. and you were like, all right, we have in-season game, in-season game, Christmas Day, which is already competitive, right. and then a couple other, and then you get the playoffs in early January, mm-hmm. and then the finals is like that early week in January or something. Yeah. I just like that timeline a little be- better because yeah. teams are a little more into their season. Yeah, you're trying to figure out what you got. I think, I think the problem is with them is a little bit it's like, yeah, we got to make sure that we have as many stars available as possible, so we got to get in the beginning of the season. Yeah, so and like, they also have the All Star break in February, so yeah. you don't want to be too close to that. Right. Exactly, and so you want to spread it out. But I, I do think like a December, yeah. I wouldn't hate as a as a moving point. But other sure. than that, yeah, it was good. It was good overall. No problem. Really good. Uh, real quick, let's talk some baseball news. Um, no, not Tigers. Uh, had two big moves happen over the week. Juan mm-hmm. Soto is now a New York Yankee for. People, yep. sure. Like three relievers yeah, or something? Yeah, something like that. And then the biggest news, Shohei Hotani finally getting out of the Angels organization because you have two generational talents in Mike Trout and Shohei, and you still managed to get a whopping zero playoff appearances. Holy shnikes. Um Just hate to see it. Hate to see it. Um, and he is now a member, shocker, of the Los Angeles Dodgers for a measly and I do mean measly. Ten years. It wasn't that much. Seven hundred million. Like he didn't even hit a billion. So like, why are we even talking about <laughs> it? I know that's why people are thinking right now. Yeah. But two questions. Uh-huh. Number one, um, what's the first thing you buy when you sign a ten-year, seven hundred million dollar contract, knowing you already are a millionaire, right? So yeah. it's not like you're wanting. It's not like I really need to go get some new jeans. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? What's yeah. the first thing you buy? Yeah. And then second of all, is this kind of stuff ever on your radar if it doesn't happen to your team because you just know every time a big player like this comes out, you go, my team's not getting them. And we're, we actually have an organization that in years past has spent that type of money, not $700 million, but, you know, two, three, four $400 million mm-hmm. on guys. But it just felt like at any point, okay, so he's only going to go to, like, one of three teams because they're the only teams that are going to pay for him. So yeah. that kind of like, like, there's not a single Colorado Rocky fan going, what have we got showing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There was not a single, I'll even put the Tigers in there. The Tigers were not in that conversation, no. right? Like, there was rumors about like Toronto going there. I'm like, okay, so what? You're going to pay one guy your entire uh, mm-hmm. salary cap? That doesn't, you know, this doesn't compute, right? So there was such a small amount of teams to begin with, you know, does it kind of like, yeah, okay, great. The Dodgers got another guy because that's what they need is another one. Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is, I guess. I I fundamentally don't like baseball's money rules. So I think it's just so vastly unfair. Um, and I do like having at least a relevance of fairness in, in sports. Yeah, because yeah, you like to at least be able to say, hey, look, like we're all operating under the same guidelines of, hey, this is how much you can spend. Yeah. Not a, not a dime more. No luxury. T- the NBA has similar problems too, right? But you're like, no luxury tax, no second luxury tax. Yeah. You know, no yeah. mid-level player exception, veteran thing. Yeah. You know, the a million, th- I don't know. It's just it's hard. I feel like yeah. No, times. it is, and I just you know when when he makes more money than per year the than entire like eight, Oakland Athletics. Yeah, team. the entire Oakland or there's like eight teams in yeah. that list that he just makes more than yeah. than their t- entire cap space in general. Yeah. I just I'm like I just think it's like so unfair because it's just like all right, just the rich just get richer. get richer, right? Like like they try to say in the NFL, but the NFL it's like everyone has the same amount. Yeah, to spend. the NFL you see good players get cut because they can't afford them. Like, that is a real thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. the rich do richer in the sense where teams will, like, a guy will be like, I'll take less to play for you because you're good. Yeah, you can't That's, control that. Yeah, you can't control that. Yeah. But when a guy's like, oh, I want uh, $70 million a year. Okay, so there's 15 teams that already say, I'm out. Yeah, I can't I can't afford that. I can't afford that. We, we have a $48 million payroll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, that's I, it. yeah. stuff like that, I just think it's a little unfair. Yeah. So. No, and listen, I want to be very clear. We're not bashing Otani. He deserves every damn penny. Dude, He's we, a, he is a multi-generational it's, talent. It's like... We'll if, never see another one like Mahomes him. If Mahomes was also the best defensive player. Yeah, Like, exactly. you'd be like, okay, yeah. you, you so were you're worth... The ba- yeah, so you're the lockdown corner. You're Jalen Ramsey, but you can also throw it like Joe Montana. Oh, Okay. Well, like, that is what you're looking at for Otani. Like, yeah. he is literally, like, one of the best hitters and one of the best pitchers in baseball right yeah. now. He's doing something that no one has done in a very, 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 very long time. Yeah, so, so like, deservingly so, yeah. deserves the most amount of money ever. Yep. But, like, it's just... Insane. Insane. It's just insane. What's that first thing you're buying? You, you, you sign that contract. You're driving home. Okay. Oh. What is there one thing you go, hmm, maybe I go buy that. I, is there something you drive like? Do you just drive by like an Applebee's and you go? Maybe I just buy that whole Applebee's. <laughs> maybe I, I mean not an I Applebee's because Applebee's is terrible, but like yeah. a good restaurant. You know? Like I just franchise my own like McDonald's or yeah, something. Like do what Shaq does and just buy a whole bunch of Papa Johns and yeah. stuff. You know, he's know. making fistfuls of cash. Yeah, fistfuls of cash. Um, Probably just, like just wanted to hit. Just wanted to hit on that because I just think it's you know it's kind of one of those monumental things. Where somebody a, just got handed a billion dollars. Nearly mm-hmm. crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, now you, you got to win a World Series like right now. Everybody hates you. That's the that's yeah. the trade off. 
That's definitely the trade-off. That is definitely something. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's shift focus a little bit. Let's talk some NFL, Mike. We got a couple different topics here. Uh, first one I kind of want to start off with is we are getting closer to the end of the season, right, which means teams are going to start firing their head coaches, right? We've already seen <laughs> Frank Reich. He's gone uh, a little bit unjustly, I feel like, but I get it. You're the worst record in football, all that jazz. Um, and your rookie quarterback has had to say, no, we're not benching him. That's probably not good when you traded away your future to get him. Um, you know, we've seen uh, Josh McDaniels. He get canned as well. We're hearing rumors about maybe Ron Rivera is going to get canned after the season's over with. Um, just to name a few, right, of those, of those yeah. candidates. But um, so the real, the real question is, the, fir- the first question is, um, you know, with Ben Johnson being that guy that people are, are reportedly um, going to go after, right? Like he is being held in super high regard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in your mind, right, number one, is there a job that gets opened up here? And I'm going to go through yes. some teams here, right? Because we've got – there's a lot of them, right? I, so I, I know one. Right. Absolutely. So let's assume – okay, I'm going to say – I'm going to take the Patriots off the table That's right fair. now just because I don't – Belichick being there so long, I just can't imagine – Mm-hmm. They're just gonna let him go. I don't know. And though. spoiler, that's not the job I'd want to go no, to. No, I anyway, agree. So, I agree with you, so right? Yes. So Brandon Staley's gotta be on the hot seat, right? That's one the Chargers. Raiders are gonna be available, right? Um, I think everybody's good in the AFC North. Um and then I would uh, say You know what's weird? Everyone hates Tomlin right now. In Pittsburgh. I, I, I don't know how. I don't know how. I I mean he's literally whatever. That's, I need, that's I need to watch some like locked on Steelers um, for that, but everyone like yeah, hates him. Chicago. So. Carolina. Yes. Um, I'm going to throw the Falcons in there too because apparently Maybe. Arthur Smith's kind of there. Um, those are the probably the teams that I would – and the Washington Commanders, right? Could there be more? Yes. I, I don't necessarily know if, like, the Cardinals head coach is going to get fired because they don't have any talent. Do you think, yeah. like, Vrabel's on the hot seat yet? I think maybe. I think maybe for sure. We can throw we can Tennessee. throw Tennessee. We can throw Tennessee in there as well if you want. Um, but, you know, Texans obviously know. Colts, he just got there. He might win coach of the year. And obviously the Jags, no. Um, I don't think, like, uh, anybody from Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, I don't think Stefanski's going anywhere yet. So, yeah, so to go over those teams again, right, um, Chargers, Raiders, uh, Titans, um, Commanders, Bears, and I'll say Falcons, Panthers. Panthers. Let me put it this way. I'll give you any team in the NFC South. I was going to say, I think. Because they're all equally terrible. Yeah, I I could get that. Um, Is there a specific place? So you're Ben Johnson. Mm -hmm. I already know the team you're going to say. I think everybody does, but. There's actually so I have two in my Okay, mind. thank you. I was gonna say if you could pick the uh, another one outside of the obvious one, that'd be great because mm-hmm. everybody knows. We'll say it together on three of the first one, right? Okay. Three, two, one. Chargers. Chargers. Okay, thank go. you. Yes. That was not planned. Everybody in the world knows <laughs> yeah. because nobody understands how you're not winning with Justin Herbert. Yeah, it's you have the Justin Lions. Herbert yeah, and absolute awesome offense. They're just the Lions of the AFC. They with really Matthew are. Stafford. It's a hundred percent that, is. except for they have actual name value on defense and they still can't figure it out. Yes. It's eerily gross to the Jim Schwartz era of Lions football. It's crazy. Yeah, No, Chargers are 100% the one choice. But other yeah. than that, I do have another team. Okay, right? what's the other team you got for me? I think the Bears are a very really? attractive job. Interesting. And, okay. I would, and I say that because I think if Ibafluz goes, you go in and you technically have a quarterback if you want him. Mm-hmm. You also have the number one pick. Yep. So at that right. point, you can walk in and go, Caleb Williams. Uh, here, here's the quarterback I want. Going to be Caleb Williams, but here's the quarterback I want. Right. Um, then you also have another top 
five or seven, six pick, yeah. eight pick or whatever you're going to end up being. Mm-hmm. And so you can use that pick on defense or on offensive line or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and I actually don't think the Bears are like that bad. Yeah. Like I think they're actually a average team right yeah, now. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I think they're better than the record suggests. Yes. Absolutely. And so I think they're closer to six and six than yeah. four two and, and four and eight or whatever. Right. Which is about the wrap as of this recording. Yeah. Right? Um, so I would just say. I think the Bears is kind of attractive in that sense, yeah, where I think sure. you have some picks, mm-hmm. you have some flexibility, you can you trade down. Space, and, you have cap you have space, lot, You have a lot of cap space. Yep. Um, I think you could do a very easy like one or two year turnaround where you're actually a really good team. I, I think that's a fair assessment. I, I really do. So those um, are my two. Okay. Chargers obviously. Are yeah, one. Chargers are one for me as well. Um, honestly, yeah. There's not another I, team that I'm like. Oh yeah, there is an attractive spot. Like the Saints yeah. have no money ever. Uh, Carolina, I think no. is the worst. Tennessee spot. is going to be. I think Tennessee, Tennessee has a ch- legitimate chance to be the worst team in football. Yeah, I think they're going to be a dumpster fire next year. Yep. Um, really, anyone in that? I think the Charger, uh, the Raiders, is an interesting one in the sense of like, okay, you, there are a couple pieces there, but you're in a division where you're playing against the Chiefs. It looks like Sean Payton's turned the Broncos around a little bit. And the Chargers. And the Chargers just have so much talent. Talent. I think the other team, if you want to make an argument outside of those, I think Atlanta's probably next. Yeah. If you can figure out your quarterback situation, I think you're in really good shape. Um, Yeah, I think think with Kyle Pitt, with the offense they have, and their defense is like underratedly like good, fine, average good, whatever Mm -hmm. word you want to use. Yeah. I think I think they could be something. All right, let's. What are the? Give me a couple teams because I'm kind of in lockstep with you. I mean, obviously it's the Chargers by a long. Chargers time. by a long shot. I, think, I wouldn't be shocked if it's like reported immediately after the Lions are out of the playoffs. It's like, oh, Ben Johnson's going. Like it's it's happening. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, what are teams? What are a couple spots that you would obviously? Once again, the, the first answer is going to be clear and obvious. Um, but are there a couple teams that you would go? I don't care what they're going to do unless I'm getting a Jimbo Fisher level Texas A&M type contract where you're going to pay me $80 billion to not coach your football team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going there. So yeah. let's do the one that's obvious, clear it away in three, two, one Panthers. Panthers. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause that owner's insane. Honestly, we can do number two if you really want to. What's number well, what was number two for you? I guess Titans. Titans. Oh yeah. If, that's if true. it does if open it, yeah. up. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't want to go there either, yeah. but I will say at least ownership has shown Willingness to be patient yeah. and to give you. T- I mean, Jeff Fisher was their coach forever, and sure. he made one Super Bowl run. Um, I think another team uh, that I mm-hmm. rather choose not to go to. Yeah, uh, there's actually a, there's a honestly, lot of teams. That a lot you're of those teams are rough. Yeah. Like I think you can make the argument. Obviously, we kind of took the Patriots out, but mm-hmm. if that opened up, I don't know if that's an attractive spot really. Except no. the only good thing is you have the number two pick. So after Caleb, you get to choose. Whatever quarterback you want, but they JJ have JJ McCarthy. What? No. <laughs> yeah, <it's crazy. laughs> um, I think the Saints are in just cap hell. And Here's when you go the, there, yeah, yeah. like you're fine until you you start that rebuild. Yeah, and then you're going to be the like thing a about two the win Saints. team. The Saints, you look at their roster and you go, man, there's still so much talent, right? You have Alvin Kamara, you've got Marshawn Lattimore, you've got Tyron Matthew, you've got Marcus May, you've got can't whatever the remnants of a cam jordan is you have demario davis like your offensive line is still pretty set too the problem is is that you're paying all these guys on second third contracts so and you're not getting any better it just seems like you're just progressively getting older and yucky Mm -hmm. and it's not good right so it's like if you thought hey maybe i can get in there and get nine wins immediately Right. Sure. And, and like, maybe like, oh, look, see, that might be a place you want to go. Yeah. Right. But if you're a, if, if you you're want a the long term yeah, success, yeah. if you're a Ben Johnson, you go, 
I get to come and sign up for a team that's already old and we're paying all these second year contracts. We're not drafting particularly well. Okay. Yeah, you you hit great. on like one or two drafts. I mean, you like hit 20, on Olave. Congratulations. Yeah, but like like you had a couple like 2018, 2019 drafts that are really good, but mm-hmm. like recently it's like mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'll give you another team too that I I don't that I would be a little bit concerned about going to, and that's mm. Washington. Mm. Um, and here's why. It's not so much ownership. I think you, new owners, I think it's only going to help things, right? But the Eagles are such a juggernaut, and Dallas is getting better, right? Like That's, a, that's, a, that's yeah. a Raiders thing. Where yeah, the exactly. Is just too right, tough. exactly. Yeah. Um, and even the Giants, I would say, you know, like, I think – I think they're going to regress still. I don't think they're a very good football team, right? But it just seems like you are the odd man out Mm -hmm. all the time, and they've never figured it out. Like, you really go down the list of of Washington head coaches. They've tried everything. They've tried the young upstart, like with the Jay Grudens, who had a really good offense and made Andy Dalton look good. You tried the retreads of the Mike Shanahan's of the world, and you you made the big moves to go get an electric RG3 just to – ruin his own ruin his career but like they've done everything up until this new ownership and that's why i'm interested but like right now i would not as a potential head coaching candidate that is that could pick his spot that i think ben johnson will be able to to say no i want to go there it just seems like an insurmountable task similar to the raiders but i feel like with the raiders you at least have a chance to go okay the broncos though they still aren't 100% 100% there. The Chargers are also going to be getting a new head coach, right? So maybe we can kind of be in lockstep there. Yeah. Maybe. I have an I also, owner who's been willing to make big moves in the past. I also, when you look at the AFC, though, yeah, the only reason I take the Chargers over the Raiders mm-hmm. is when you look at collective. So if you're like, all right, the Chiefs are going to win the division. Right. So now we got to compete. But you got like Houston, mm-hmm. Jacksonville, right. you know, the Jets when Aaron Rodgers gets back there, yep. the Bills, Dolph. There's a lot of teams in that whole wild, AFC North. <laughs> yeah, the whole AFC North where that wild card picture so is really cluttered. difficult. Yeah. Well, right now, if you look on the NFC side, if you go to Washington or you go to Chicago, yeah. you go, yeah, you got your division winners. Yeah, and but then I got to beat out the Seattle. I got to beat out the Falcons or the Bucks or the Saints. I got to beat out the Packers or the Vikings. Yeah. I got to beat out the Rams. That, that's much more manageable than yeah. going, oh, I got to go beat out the Bills every year or right. the Chargers every year to yeah. get the, set, the, the wild card. 100%. So that's that's the yeah. only reason I'd take Washington maybe over um, yeah. an, an AFC job. But. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Let's just focus just a little bit here. I want to talk, you know, as we said, we're kind of going into the last month of the year, right? Um, you know, you got yeah. the Dolphins, Chiefs, Ravens, Jags. We'll have a, we'll have a good lines update next week because it's yeah. Saturday. Exactly. Yep. A thousand so. percent. So we'll kind of see. They may be going, they may be the one seed after this weekend if everything falls be. their way. As mm-hmm. crazy as that sounds. But right, your division leaders right now, the Dolphins, Chiefs, Ravens, and Jags, and the AFC and the NFC. Obviously, you have the Eagles, 49ers, Lions, and Falcons. Falcons with a strong six and six being the number one seed, by the way. Um, There's always that one conference that every one year, team. Every year. Um, but what I want to talk about necessarily is I want to talk about teams that have been a pleasant surprise and teams that have been, I you know, my eyes, they hurt so bad. Um, you know, what are the teams that have disappointed you kind of going in? What kind of the teams haven't? I think I, let's, let's start off and saying we're going to take the Panthers off the table yeah. because I think even though they have the worst record in football and they have looked bad, I don't necessarily think it is a team that either one of us thought yeah. was a playoff contender mm-hmm. or was also 
going to do anything. Yeah, like, no. They could I, have one win. They is, could have three wins. I would feel exactly the same. Yeah, this is, this is based off of my, like, preseason ranking yeah. to where they're at right now. Right. Who probably made the biggest and lowest jump yeah. on those rankings. So let's start. Let's start on the negative, right? What's a okay. team that has disappointed you the most this year? Okay. And if you got two, you can give me two. But if you got only one that, like, is head and shoulders above the rest for you, where you're going... Either high hopes or, like, they can't be this bad, but now they are. Like, whatever that criteria is in yeah. your mind. Yeah, so I have a few. Okay. <laughs> well, so, okay, I have a few. Some of them are asterisks. Okay. So the asterisk one, like, I would say the Jets yeah, with but, an asterisk. Right, cause because of Rodgers. Because of Rodgers, yes. right? Like, Agreed. Four and seven is not where I thought they would be. Yeah. But also four and eight now. Four and eight. They've lost five in a row, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I know. But when you don't have Aaron Rodgers, you have Zach Wilson – Sure. And then you thought Tim Boyle was going to be the answer to your problems? Mm-hmm. And now you got to go pivot back to Wilson? Yeah. Awkward. And, like, another one, obviously, is, like, like a Cincinnati where you're, like, I thought they'd be, you know, 12-13 win team. But you also now lost Burrow, so those last five games. And they're still 6-6. Six and, six. and they're still trying for 6-6, six and six, yeah. but the, their beginning of the year wasn't great, and right. then losing Burrow doesn't help. Correct. So there's a couple of these asterisk teams right. that I'm, like, because of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Just when Burrow was getting going, too. And San like, Francisco he was, game, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, he was starting to like actually yeah. rip people to shreds, yeah. and then he gets hurt. So exactly. it was just unfortunate. Uh, my two big ones okay. that took out like obvious the the biggest dumps mm-hmm. so far. Okay, um, two would be Buffalo. Buffalo, okay, that's yep, my I'm second place team. Okay, just because I thought they were top three team in the AFC. Going and looking in. at the AFC East, right? You got the Dolphins at nine and three. The Bills are in second at six and six. Jets yeah. four and eight. New England. The problem was when you look at conference overall, oh, yeah, they're like terrible. the nine or 10 seed. Oh right yeah. Now. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, for sure. But I, they but, are only like a game out of the playoff picture. Their end of the year schedule isn't great. But, but to your point, this was a team we were talking about going into the, into the year saying, this is kind of your window and your window is closing rapidly. You spend a bunch of money on Von Miller. Josh Allen's supposed to be the man, mm-hmm. right? You got Stefan Diggs. You've got, weapons i mean gabe davis i think at some point still plays football um but you invested so much in that defensive line and that Mm -hmm. defense and yet you're sitting here at six and six you fired your offensive coordinator um you're terrible on the road you're one and four away from buffalo by the way Mm -hmm. Uh, looking at the stats here um it just it i just it here's the here's what's crazy right their point differential they're overall they're 101 points Plus in the plus column right now for them, and they're still six and six. That's all, their, crazy. all their games are close games, yeah. but they just never pull them out. Yeah, wild um, to me. But yeah. I agree with you. I think it's a team we thought they AFC Championship or bust, mm-hmm. and now it's I don't know if you make the playoffs. Yeah, that's and that's, 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 that's a, a drop massive off. drop off. And my 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 number one team, and I only put them number one because I like them more, a lot more yeah. than the Bills. Okay. The Seahawks, okay, are just yep. a dumpster fire. Yep, and six and six sad. as well, right? Four game losing streak, three, three game three, losing three streak. streak. Going to be yeah. five game losing streak. I'm just, it's just, it's just at least it's yeah. what it is. Um, yeah, they were at a point. There was a point when they were six and three, and I was sitting there going, "So they're like almost locked to be one of the three wild card teams." Yep. I don't think they're going to pass the 49ers, but right. they're like in that wild card picture. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> They're not even close to that wild card picture to me. Yeah, right. So I mean, they've lost to right. So they 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 get upset right by the Rams week right? one, which was a disaster. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the, you know, you lose to the Packers. You lose to uh, the Niners. You know, kind of handle you good, right? Uh, the Chiefs kind of take it to you. 
Um, it's, it's just, you're looking at it and you're just like, yikes, right? Like, you know, Dallas handles it pretty good. The Niners, you, you lose a close one to the Rams. Baltimore hands it to you. You escape against Carolina. You escape against Cleveland. So some of the wins that they've had have been rough, right? But at the same time, you were kind of, you know, you escaped the Lions in OT, right? Which was very much a shootout. Um, you know, you lose the Bengals, all that kind of stuff. But, no, I agree with you. I think Seattle's another team where you look at and you go, again, you look at their offense and you go, man, there's a lot of stuff to like about it. Yep. Um, your defense, I mean, good Lord. You, you may, And then and here's the part I think why Seattle sticks out, I think, a little bit more. They made a move, right? They went and got Leonard Williams, right? And you thought, okay, here we go, right? Like Seattle's like, they're feeling it. They're going to go make this run. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and instead it's just gone Everything that could go wrong could go wrong right now. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, and it just hasn't helped that they were kind of slumping and getting injuries when they yeah. entered this, like, five-game schedule yeah. where they went Rams, Niners, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners. Yeah. Where it was like, if you could... Could not be worse timing. It was like, couldn't be worse timing where Geno gets a groin injury and... Mm-hmm. and the running backs are out and the defense is getting banged up. And it's right. like, oh, during your hardest part of your schedule, right. that's awesome. Right. But, you know, you play who you play. So, yeah, it is kind of is what it is. Um, all right. I'll, I'll, let's see if I can find a couple here that are. Yeah. A I lot guess. of the other teams, I will say, yeah. are kind of been pretty on point. Yeah, I think so. You know, from like, what I've thought, yeah. there's a couple, and we'll get to like the upriser teams mm-hmm. that would have surprised us. But for the most part, I think a lot of the league is kind of how we laid out. Yeah, I think I would so. say, oh, you know, you know what's another big one actually yeah. Yeah. that just pops into my mind? Yeah. The Chargers. Yeah, I was about to say that was going to be my team. That was yeah, I, I, I Chargers just thought about are just, Yeah, Chargers are. I just don't just get it. I don't understand it. I don't get how this is. As bad as it is, they don't have a pass rush. It's weird. Their pass rush isn't great. Their secondary is terrible. Um, you know, the J.C. Jackson uh, thing did not work, <laughs> like, yeah. at all, right? Um, uh, you know what? I'll say another team, too, that's kind of I, – I, they're – they knew they were going to be bad, right? Like, as in they weren't going to be a contender, okay? okay? I think New England is still on my list of being disappointing, only because there is no fathomable way. We even saw last year. Last year they weren't good, right? But they weren't embarrassing. They're embarrassing now. They this is a very bad football team. This is everything what the Lions looked like under Matt Patricia, Right? But you don't have, there's no redeeming qualities, right? You have an anemic offense. Your defense, while has been holding teams under, you still can't do anything. You have no playmakers anywhere. You have no consistency at quarterback, at the quarterback position. You know, I thought bringing Bill O'Brien back would help with that. Instead, you're like, okay, Mac Jones clearly is not the guy. We don't like Bailey Zappi because we keep trying to get rid of him. Malik Cunningham, we're not willing to give a chance to. We have no, what is the future of the New England Patriots? Nobody mm. can answer that question. So that's a sign where you go, if you're Carolina, you go, okay, clearly we have a deficiency in talent, right? Mm. New England does too, but you at least think you have your guy. You can make some moves to su- surround your guy. New England, what place do you have where you go, oh, we're, lo- we're good at this spot? You have no playmakers on the outside. Mm-hmm. You've got no solid running game. Your O line's old. Yeah, what is? Yeah, I was there? gonna say you have your defense that I think is like no stars, mm-hmm. but is just fine, good. Yeah, it's it's your mid two thousands playoff run defenses mm-hmm. where it's like I couldn't name you a single guy on those Super Bowl defenses. Right, but like they're all good. Yeah, like right. they're all 
serviceable guys. Yeah. But you, when you had Tom Brady, there's the just side, no identity. Out. There's yeah. nothing that they do where you go, oh man, this team just does this really well, right? Like not to toot the Lions horn, but the Lions, like the Lions, when they run the ball, they're effective. When they, they run, run and play action game is really is good. Really good. Is really yes. good. That's what they're known for, right? So it's like you know what you're going to see out of a Lions offense usually yeah. week to week, and even the like Bears, ba- I was they say, run the ball really I was well. Say the, the the Bears were I was going to go yeah. to, or the Packers have that short play yeah. action game like they exactly. did against the Chiefs. Like, Quick hitters. Yeah. Every, everyone is kind of getting their mojo there and like, okay, when you play this team, this is what they're this gonna is do. what they're going to do. Yeah. You have no idea. When you play the Bills, Allen's going to just give you the ball four times. <laughs> like you you just well, know like, what's yeah. going to happen. And the Dolphins, you go, we're going to track meet. We got to stay out more because, listen, yeah. their, their defense does just enough and we've got the two fastest receivers in football. Figure it out, yeah. right? Like, it's just there's some sort of identity. New England has none of that. Yes. Um, okay, let's go to the positive side now. Teams that are the most surprising to you that have kind of overstepped expectations. I'll let you take the most obvious one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, clear. I think it has to be clearly number one. Yep. I don't know if you have a clear other number one. Okay. I think this clear number one has to be uh, Houston Texans. Houston Texans for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll I'll even I'll I'll even piggyback though. I'll say the Colts. Okay. Because of the dealt the hand they were dealt mm-hmm. with Anthony Richardson going down, they're seven and five. And not too. even Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, for yeah, exactly. They figured that whole th- he's out again. By the way, yeah. Um, and I'll give him credit yeah. because there are guys like um, the linebacker that they cut, um, who uh, was Shaq, all- Leonard. Shaq Leonard, yeah. who was like awesome like two yeah. years ago. The, the fact that they were just like, you're not doing it, cut, yeah. is like a really good sign that yeah, like... because you go, listen, this is not acceptable. We can't, yeah. You have a name, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you're us. not stuck to guys just because of name value. I think yeah. it's something that's important too. I'll let you stay on the Texans though because I do think you're, you're but, right there. Yeah, I think D'Amico Ryans is doing an awesome job there. I think yep. the defense is playing really well. I mean, C.J. Stroud. He's, he's rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. He's both sides, but offensive rookie of the year easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've drafted well with guys like Tank Dell and having Nico Collins that step up in that number one receiver role. Um, it's just a complete departure of what we saw last year where you're like, man, is Nick Casario the guy? Can they really figure this out? Like, yeah. It just feels like we're just, you've had three new head coaches in three different years. And you're like, okay, now we're going to try D'Amico Ryan. And this is the benefit of when you listen to the show preseason and we yeah. do our division ranking yeah, of absolutely. position groups. Yeah. And when we went through the AFC South, yeah. we were like, yeah, the Jags are the best. Yeah. But the Texans were two. Yeah. Like we said and, and on, firmly, paper, firmly. on paper, yeah. it was like the Texans are you're, there. Because yeah, you, you look at the Texans, and I, and, you know, you can, I always go back to the Lions because it's like, oh, well, it's the Lions. But then if you take the, take the logo off the helmet for a second and you just look at the teams objectively and you go – they had a solid offensive line. They invested in the O-line. You get a go guy like a Shaq Mason, right? You're not paying anybody a big money right mm-hmm. now. You go get your franchise quarterback, a premier pass rusher, and you go and you already had some pieces to begin with. You just didn't have the right guy pulling the strings. All of a sudden, you're looking at a team that's competing for a playoff spot, and you go, where did this come from? I go, they can kind of been building it the last yeah. couple of years. You have Will Anderson on yeah, the outside on defense. Exactly. Like, like you Hutchinson. just couldn't figure out the coaching thing, and that's why everybody was laughing at you because you go, you guys are so terrible. But at the same time, and you go, all you needed, if you hit on the quarterback and you can find the right head coach, it, it'll do wonders for you. It's and hard it, to do, but if you can do it, it. And it looks like they found both because they're yeah, both awesome. Exactly. So, a thousand percent. Uh, yeah. Houston's my clear one. Okay. Um, is there another, is there anybody else for you that's I'm trying to, out? I think I'll give flowers to, okay. not necessarily like 
they're doing a great job by any means. I'll give flowers to the Rams. I was about to say, that's probably another team for me, too, that kind of sticks out. Because um, everybody thought this team going in, Cooper Cup being hurt, Stafford coming back from a bad injury, injury. Rigo, McVay's coming back, but I don't think he wants to. Aaron Donald was going to retire. Mm-hmm. What's this defense going to look like? And once again, yeah, they're only 6-6, six and six, but they're in the hunt. They're yeah. playing meaningful football in December. Yeah, and if the Vikings and Packers fall short, they're the mm-hmm. next team in. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also give Flowers to mm-hmm. um, Denver. I think the way that they've turned their Response? season around. Yeah. I think it's very... I know it's like it's very lion esque where it's one in five down in the dumps looks like a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Now they're six and six. Right, right. Like, yep. and their only loss in the last seven weeks is to the Houston Texans, who we just praise as being one of the better teams in the AFC right now. Yeah. Um, I think Denver has been a good story of a turnaround, and I think if they they keep... were on a five game winning streak before last week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they're yeah. five and one of the last six outside of that one loss. Yep. Um. So I think it's uh I think that's also one. I think you had to at least just acknowledge and give flowers to like yeah. I think they everyone thought, okay, Russell Wilson sucks. We don't know what Sean Payton's gonna do. Yeah. And the team doesn't look yep. like an abomination. I'll give one and it's not necessarily like a massive leap by any stretch. I'm gonna give some some praise to the Dolphins just because we talked about them and you go, man, on paper, right? Like they got a lot of things you like, right? It's a Madden team for sure, right? But last year we criticized them, and rightfully so, because they couldn't beat any of the good teams mm-hmm. and they fell off during the stretch, right? And then obviously Tua getting hurt, that sucks. Yep. But this year, though, it's a different team and yeah. you can feel it, right? The defense is playing better. Tua's feeling himself. Tyreek is going to probably, I think Tyreek is in the conversation for MVP just based on his impact. I mean, he if, has a if, chance to break Calvin's record. If he gets to 2,000, yeah. I think he has to be. Right. Uh, he's a total game changer. Because he, he would have done something that no other receiver yeah. has ever done. Uh, right, exactly. And so I think when when you do something like that, you have to be. that's when you become the MVP. Because if you just give it to like a quarterback who has like, yeah. 30 touchdowns and 10 picks. Like, I go, been there. So done every quarterback on earth has done that. Mm-hmm. But when you break 2,000 yards, no one has yeah. ever done it. Right. I think that has to be MVP worthy. Agreed. So all those things, right, I just feel like they've done a really nice job of taking this division away. Where Buffalo kind of went in and saying, okay, ten, Miami's good, but we can probably handle it too. No, I don't. No, nah, it's not. And mm-hmm. this is something, I think the Dolphins, we talk about like the Jags and we talk about teams like, you know, the Lions and those kind of guys that are like, are starting that ascension. Mm-hmm. Miami is now in that same conversation of like, hey, we're we're right here. We're in yep. it. You know what I mean? We have a chance to do something special. Um, any other teams you want to mention on this list? Good um, or bad? I think we kind of hit on everything, all the good stuff. Yeah, it's hard with injuries. I'm not going to give Cincinnati a bunch of shit because their best player went down. Like if golf goes down, the Lions are screwed. So it's like yeah, no, hundred percent. Or um, Amon Ra loses a bunch of the time. Like that's not a great day. So yeah, I think I think. The one other team I'd give at least like their, at least their outlook looks very positive is mm-hmm. the Packers. Yeah. I think Jordan Love looked yeah, I think they've done a nice job. Wishy-washy yeah. after the Week One against the Bears, he's mm-hmm. kind of looked like he had moments, but it wasn't great. Yeah. The last like three four weeks, yeah. he really feels like he's like coming into his own coming into bit. his own a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give the Packers some yeah sure. something there too. Absolutely. All right, let's shift focus a little bit. Let's talk some wrestling action. we got NXT Deadline to go over, as well as some news and notes from both the WWE and AEW. Mm-hmm. Let's start with NXT Deadline, though, Mike. Um, yeah. Thoughts on the show as a whole? Not a, not a not a lot of matches on this show, right? No, it's We're your two, NXT, NXT you know, show. Six, seven six matches. 
Um, show's good. Yeah. Um, I'll give credit to credits due. We talked about it off air. Yeah. Uh, this Iron Survivor concept, mm-hmm. really digging it. Yeah, it's good. There's like nothing I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. It all ends in pinfalls. There's no like last man standing, 10 mm-hmm. counts. Yep. Um, you can you can win points at any point in the match. Yep. It's not like a war games where you have to wait 35 minutes to like mm-hmm. start to win the match. You yep. can win you could start winning whenever you want. There's a time limit so you know exactly when the match is going to end. Yeah, you know so it's you a know 25 minute a hard sense of urgency. Yep. Yeah. Like everything about it, I haven't I don't really see many negatives maybe mm-hmm. i'm gonna need a couple iterations to be like ah, i don't love that but yeah. so far i don't have a lot of yep, dislikes about it so yeah. um and i just think it's fun as a december show to be like oh here's our random concept yeah here's show. something new right it's it, it just breaks up the monotony of hey steel cage hey ladder yeah. match hey. Like, elimination chamber right like everything we've seen a yeah. hundred times like here's a new yeah, iron here's something new concept. and it's an nxt concept yeah. uh, i wouldn't be shocked if the main roster does it at one point but <laughs> we could um for sure but anyway, we open the show uh, because Wesley can't be there because nope. he broke his back. Is that what it was? Is it a back I injury? Think it, I think it was okay. a back, yeah. Uh, we had Dominic Mysterio defending his North American title. Against, against the new face of Lucha Libre. Dragon Lee. There you go. I did hear that a lot. On a lot. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Two days ago on SmackDown, he did lose, right? Santo, I'm, I'm pretty Santos sure. Escobar. Well, he lost on pay-per-view, I know for a fact, at Survivor Series. So yes. there was so that. He's kind of on a so Santos sh- Escobar is the uncrowned face of Lucha Libre. Or, I don't know. But Dragon Lee won this match. Dragon Lee is the new NXT North American okay. champion. Now, this should have happened about six months ago, but yes. I digress. Uh, also, the finish um, was a finish, let me tell you. It yeah. came very out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and he hit a move. I couldn't even tell you what the move was. It definitely wasn't his finish. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it was his finish. Yeah. And he hit it, covered him, and it was like one, two, three, and I said, yeah, it's weird because like he was doing the double foot stomp and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, and I was like, okay, but like where it just it did it kind of felt out nowhere. I think it helped too, where you're like, okay, well he's a fill in, so Dom retains by <laughs> cheating, and then we're off on our merry way. Sure. But he won it, so now you're like, oh, yeah. okay, that's I guess it was maybe I wasn't expecting him yeah. to win because he was the fill in. So I was like, all right, Dom's gonna kick out here and like go win the match, mm-hmm. and then he lost. I said, oh. And it was very abrupt. I was like, huh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know how I felt about the ending, but the rest of the match was fine. Yeah, I'm cool with Dragon League getting a win here. Um, I thought that was kind of neat. I, I like the fact that, you know, I had a feeling going in where I was like, man, if it's Wesley, Wesley won that match, I went, oh, so he's taking the title back. Yeah. And then I was a little depressed, honestly, because I'm not – I don't see the Wesley thing. I think he's great in ring, but he's Ricochet 2.0 to me. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was good. I think more than anything, you, you start to look at a guy like Dominic Mysterio and you go – yeah, he's got it. Mm-hmm. Like he just has it. So he just has it. The heat. Yeah. He's but he's talented. He's gotten over the last year since he's been with the Judgment Day. Has his in ring work not upgraded like tenfold? Yeah, I think I mean, he's yeah. real. I think he's been really good in ring mm-hmm. more than like I thought. There was a time where he looked good and then he kind of regressed. Sure. I think he's gotten much better in ring work wise. And I, I, you know, I think the Judgment Day. If no, if nothing else from comes from this. I think you've actually established him as a guy where you go, okay, yeah, like it, it, at some point he's maybe intercontinental champion, mm-hmm. and you're gonna kind of have to be like, I get it. Yeah. Uh, NXT Women's the first Iron Survivor match, the women's yep. version. Yep. Uh, I will say one thing, of, at least about the women's one, mm-hmm. and it's gonna probably sound not as great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know many of the women in this match outside of Tiffany Stratton, <sighs> so I knew a few, but it wasn't good. But because I didn't know them, yeah. I appreciate that they color coded. 
yeah. the, the, their names yeah. with what they were wearing. <laughs> it was very like UFC esque yeah. when the guy wears yeah. like white black, trunks and black white trunks, trunks and yeah. black, and they're wearing mm-hmm. the white and black. So I'm like, oh, if I don't know them, at yeah. least I can distinguish which one's which. That was very helpful. That like it was like like Tiffany Shine was in pink, so she wore mm-hmm. pink attire. So like anytime someone happy, I'll be like, oh, that's her. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't happen as much with the men because the men were a lot of named guys. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, Blair Davenport gets the last, mm-hmm. literally within 15 seconds, uh, pins yep. Henley for the third and final point, and she wins three to two to one to one to zero. Yep, yep. So we saw that. Um, I, I I'm glad Blair got it done. I think she's extremely talented. You know, she had a really good run in Japan for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, former girlfriend of your boy Will Ospreay. Um, I know she looked. I didn't know that yeah. right away, and she looked familiar. And I looked up. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But, uh, no, I, I, I like Blair a lot. I think she's got a lot of potential for sure. Um, I still think Tiffany Stratton's a star. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. She's awesome. She's she really does that, that three-rope moonsault thing. Yeah, the best, yeah, the best prettiest moonsault. moonsault. It's, yeah. It's, it's Christopher Daniels' best moonsault Yeah, yeah, ever. but she does it from, like, she does bottom, middle, top, and then jumps. Yeah, that's what he does, too. Oh, is that what he yeah, does? Yeah, that's what he does. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the Bia, it's the Bia best moonsault ever, but she calls it the prettiest, prettiest moonsault. moonsault ever. And then she does the swanton where it's like the Assassin's Creed like eagle dive off a big building. It's so pretty. It's it really nice. Um, I thought they did a really good job making Lash Legend look legit in this. She comes in immediately, two falls, bam, bam. I thought that was a creative spot there um, where they got her in there. Um, everybody else, the Henleys and the other chick, I was like, okay, next. But those three are really stood out, and Blair coming out. And then to follow up with that, right, you have the return of Cora Jade yeah. after the match, right? And mm-hmm. With some new assets on the front of her, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so now you've kind of got like it. this three-way kind of like, okay, right? You got some you got some people missed. If nothing else, mm-hmm. you can say this. NXT is doing a really good job of building some depth. Yeah. And, you know, you're developing some stars. Um, we're going to talk about the men's one in a second, but it's it's working. This this thing, is not it's not as sexy as the black and gold stuff was. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think it's going to be more fruitful in the yes. future for WWE as a whole. Yeah, because of this. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I do think um, it's not as fun to watch. No, as black it's and gold not. because you have to. You basically have to say, "All right, I am going to watch this person, knowing they've never wrestled on the indies or very limited. Right? They're not a. They're they're learning on the job, and I have to now buy in to this character." And I gotta, I have to open my mind to it. Yes, right. That's a hard thing to ask to be like, "Hey, stick with us for the first boring six months of this before we start to care." Yeah, but I will say, once you start to care and you're interested in these people, yeah. the transition from that to the main roster it's are gonna just going to be, gonna be so like, smooth. like so smooth. And we'll give it with the next match. But like when Carmelo Hayes gets to the main roster, mm-hmm. Braun Breaker gets in the main roster. All these guys, Creed Brothers, are already there and they're doing it. Oh, it's like it. once they move up, it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, it's the same person I just saw. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton will get there at one point where oh, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, okay, they're the same person. It's not Absolutely. like a, it's not like a Gargano or a Ricochet mm-hmm. or these guys when they get moved up and it's like, that's not what I saw in NXT. Right. These right. guys are like exact exactly. same person. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Carmelo Hayes, he's awesome. Carmelo Hayes versus yeah. Lexus King. Yep. Uh, Eleven minutes, thirteen seconds. Carmelo wins. Obviously, Carmelo's I, so awesome. I kind of would have a of. A, liked Lexus King to get this win. Sure. Though, because I was like, what is Carmelo gaining by beating him? Right? I was like, Fair. at this point, what hasn't he done? Right? 
not been a tag champ, I guess. Like, who cares, right? So it's kind of like, you know, I, I'm kind of waiting for his moment to kind of get called up. thought this was a solid match, nothing crazy. Just thought Lexus King would have needed the win more. Um, I know you're kind of starting the whole, like, hey, you know, like, I didn't actually attack Trick Williams thing, so we're going to get to that. But yeah. overall, I thought this was solid. Nothing amazing about it. No. But, again, a guy like Lexus King, Brian Pillman Jr., whatever you want to call him, mm. uh, bringing him in, getting him to in that match against a guy like Carmelo Hayes, Shows you once again. It's the it's the old adage, right? If you perceive a, if you bring a guy in and bring him in and perceive him as a top guy, he will be a top guy. Yeah, and that's what they're doing with Lexus King. Yeah, and Carmelo Hayes is getting to the point now where I'm like, every match he has he's like, he's, he's the he's Champa a, Gargano guy where you go, I'm ready for you to go do other things well, now. I'm I'm ready for you to like go to the main roster and do like bigger and better. But he is he can have a good match with any. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, he's fantastic. Like he's he's not having bad matches anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like every match he's in, I go, all right, that's gonna be a banger. Yeah. For sure. So he's got to that point to yep. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next Iron Survivor match. I'm shocked that neither one of these main evented, by the way. I'm not because it wasn't for a title. It's all number one contendership. Oh, sure. Okay. You know what I mean? So well, like, Usually like elimination I thought this would have semi-mained at least. Yeah. Because it's also not like I'm going to Mania. I'm going to That's true. New Year's Evil. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had a lot of guys in this one. We had Tyler Bate, Josh Bray, Stijak, Braun Breaker, and Trick Williams gets the win. Yep. Four to three to three to three to two. Yep. Everyone, I, everyone yeah, has. All the men could it was out. It was all the falls. Uh-huh. I will say, watching this as it was happening, the way Trick Williams won was so cool. Yeah. Like, getting that four straight and, mm-hmm. like, so you got the first one. You know, one. the only fall I had an issue with was the last one. Yeah, we just need him. And, because and you wanted. knew, okay, this is what's happening. Yeah. But the other three I thought were really creative. The roll-up on Tyler Bate was yeah. really good. Yeah, Trick gets the one on Josh Briggs at 2346. Yeah. And in that minute 15, he gets the next three. Yeah, It's right. crazy yeah, how quick I, he did I thought it. it was a great story because he was in the penalty box a lot, and they kept making note of it, like, he can't even get going. Yeah. Like, he just keeps getting obliterated, and then it's like, oh, it's over. Yeah, he got pinned... Four different times. Yeah. So he sat in the penalty box for well, seven, eight minutes <laughs> of this match. A 25-minute match. Yeah, six minutes, seven minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, he was in it a lot. But, yeah, he came out, and it was it was awesome. Yeah. You know, Watching him just, like, figure a way out to get it. Now, did the rule say if a tie happens? No idea. Sudden death? I was confused, too. I was like, because uh, they've never got like a four-way tie here. Yeah, like they've yeah. never gotten to the point where they had a tie yet because they didn't have one last year. But I'm like, when they get to that, like, I'm eight, sure that both guys point. have five points or something. Like, do we just keep one, going? One more match? Do we yeah. keep going? Yeah. Like, but we haven't crossed that bridge yet. But Trick Williams gets the win. Thankfully, we haven't run into that problem yet. Crazy Weird how that happens. How does that happen, Rob? Yeah, want to want to educate? Good story throughout, right? I thought it was a good string where they kept referencing it back, right? At one point it was like 33320, yes. you know? So it was like, okay, crap. Like, all okay, right, here's what's going to happen. There I thought, okay, either he's going to win a whole bunch real quick or it's like, oh, maybe he doesn't win any. And then now that sets him off and it's like, you know, there's yeah. a lot of different ways you could go with it. Though this was really well done. I think you're starting to see the development of guys like Bron Breaker being able to tell that story as a side piece rather than the main thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, I thought Dijak had a really good um, experience here. I thought Josh Briggs, who I think is an underrated talent, um, looked really good as well. And Tyler Bates always saw I was Tyler Bates always the, He was the only one, obviously. I, Josh Briggs, too. I was like, okay, I don't need that. But, like, those, those are the two guys where I went, I don't need you two to win this. I don't need Tyler Bates to win it because I don't need to see that match again. Dragon, mm-hmm. I'll just kill him. Um, I'm glad we're trying to establish new stars. And Trick's over. 
Trick is super over. They're really getting behind him. Yeah. So when Carmelo stabs it, in the back in two months, yeah. people are going to be devastated. Yeah, I do. Th- I do think th- the crowd is so in on Trick, mm-hmm. which is gonna yeah, be it's good because they're building stars. Right? It's yeah. it takes time, but they're building stars, mm-hmm. and that's that's what has to happen here. Yep. Uh, co-main event time: steel cage match. Yeah, we had Roxanne Perez. Kiana James. Kiana yeah. James getting the win. In, She's getting the in, big entrance, too. She was only walking to the ring for like six hours. Good Lord. And that yeah. was with the commercial break. I was going to say, the whole, the whole timeline was three hours. Like 20 minutes of it was her yeah, walking. Exactly. Um, yeah, this was fine. I don't know. I it, This is the one of those few times where you get bit in the ass because you don't watch every single week. Yes. So you don't understand like 100 – like. I get it. They're People feuding. start interfe- interfering, yeah, and, and they're like, I don't know they're, that doing, is. they're doing callbacks. I go, I don't understand the callbacks. Yeah, I don't understand uh, the callbacks. I understand why this is in a steel cage to begin with. I was like, yeah, I got the steel cage part because they were attacking each other yeah. like every week, like on yeah. television. So they're like, we're gonna put you in a steel cage so you can't run away. And then people always interfere in steel cages. So I, I know it's the most. Frustrating. Like premise. there was a there was a long period of time where they were like steel cage. Hell in a cell. Nobody gets in. Oh, somebody was hiding in the ring the whole time. How come we didn't check that? No. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Always. Yeah. I'm just like you're like. What's the point? Right. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. This is fine. But yeah, it was fine. Um. Sure. Keanu James won. We like Roxanne Perez is gonna go to the main roster anyway. So I would hope so. She's she's with that list of like ten other people we just talked about. Before we get to the main event, we did miss Punk's. Oh, yeah. Promo with Shawn Michaels. You were laughing a lot. Okay, yeah. So, Punk coming out in a Bret Hart sweatshirt to talk to Shawn Michaels was the best. That was the highlight of my evening. I died of laughter. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, him teasing that he's going to be on NXT. It was really funny. want to slap every single fan in there. I go, stop it. That was the funny part for me. Yeah, he's going to come to NXT on Tuesdays on the CW. It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) When we were... uh, uh, when you said we were talking about the SmackDown yeah. promo, but yeah. when he was like calling everybody out and whatever, yeah. and he goes, "Yeah, so I'm gonna be here on Friday, or I'm gonna be on NXT, or then I'm gonna make my decision on Raw." And I said, "You know, NXT's after all." Like I was, <laughs> my brain was like, "You're not yeah. math," yeah. and then I realized they had a show. Yeah, I'm ready. We're, we're gonna hit on Punk in a second, but I just thought that was funny. Anyway, yeah, was main event time. Main event time. We had Eli Dragunov, awesome. Tian, Baron Corbin, Meh. he's doing his thing. Yeah, he's trying. He's doing his he, he rode in on a motorcycle. Okay. He did. It was kind of cool. Uh, NXT title match, and Dragunov said, I'm going to kill you mm-hmm. like he kills everyone and yep. killed this man. Yeah, this is the only, I think, real, like, the only problem I have with this show is that there was nobody in the crowd who thought Corbin was going to win this match, and it felt it, right? And you were just like, okay. And that's where I kind of think if you would have had the men's uh Iron Survivor match end it, man. You would end it with a high, yeah, high, that's, high, and that's high, kind of what I thought. And then they had that shot, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. I know we didn't, but like when Trick was like walking the back, and they just about to cut off to mm-hmm. commercial or whatever, yeah, Carmella and was Carmella there. was like right there. How awesome of an ending that would have been! Oh yeah, absolutely. just been like, oh, yeah. he's just standing there, mm-hmm. and he like Trick doesn't see yeah. him, and well, like, oh, it's Trick's times now. How's Carmelo gonna handle that? Yeah. Right, like there, like I think that would have been a good way to cut to black, agreed. which is why I thought that was gonna main event. Yeah, um, yeah. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, that, I thought the match was okay. It was. It was. It was. It's. It's the biggest problem you have when you crown a new champion. That following month pay per view, you go, all right, who's the sacrificial lamb? For remember, for years it was like JBL always faced the new yeah. champion. Where you're like, yeah. oh, okay, so and JBL's like AEW said harder. that same problem. Hangman wins. It's always been Brian actually, which is really funny. But yeah. like Hangman and MJF both win the titles, and it's like, oh, Brian's first, mm-hmm. and then we all just go, yeah, he's not winning. 
even yeah. though he maybe should, right. but he's right. not winning. Oh, Cena wins the WWE Championship. Oh, we're going to go JBL. Oh, Batista gets traded to SmackDown. JBL. <laughs> CM Punk wins the World Heavyweight title for the first time. JBL. JBL. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. oh, okay. And he's never going to no, win. You're ne- he's only, only credibility is that he happened to be WWE champion for a little while because they needed another heel. You know? Yeah. One of those deals. Overall, that was a solid show. Looking forward to mm-hmm. uh, New Year's Evil. Got some big main events coming up there with the women's and... Um, men's world championships, so that should be good. Yeah. Um, let's shift focus though, a little bit. I do kind of want to hit some news and notes though. Let's keep it on the WWE track here. The CM Punk stuff coming. Um, you know, we've had a couple promos now. He was on SmackDown. He kind of did the whole, you know, running through the list of people he could fight, <laughs> throwing some inside jokes in there that some people got, some people didn't react to, which I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were, you funny. know. Um, the real question, though, that I think is on everyone's mind, Mike, and I, I'm going to pose it to you because... Because you think it's on my mind? No, because I think it's going to make you upset, but I'm just going to have to do it anyway, yeah. all right? Mm-hmm. How comfortable are you going to be when Punk and Rollins are wrestling at WrestleMania for the World Heavyweight Championship and Gunther's defending the Intercontinental <laughs> title against Sheamus for the eighth time? See, I like... It doesn't necessarily bother me, okay? Because I think I think Rollins and Punk will be perfectly fine. I think it will be too. I think I think Punk, at least in his AEW run, has shown that when he wants to put on a banger, mm-hmm. he can put some bangers on. I mean, just don't put him a microphone right after yeah. he's grumpy. Get it? They get that man a muffin immediately. Yeah. But you look at like the MGF doll collar match, and you yeah. look at some of well, the even other stuff. even his stuff against Hangman, Hangman and was Moxley good. was mad. Moxley was fine, like. Like his in ring isn't doesn't worry me necessarily. That was the part. If he didn't have this AEW run, I'd be like, so can he in ring go though? Mm-hmm. Like, can he actually actually go with mm-hmm. like a guy like Rollins? But I think he can, yep. and obviously he can talk anybody into that match. Those yep. two guys. Um, I just came to the realization that either Punk or Cody probably have to win the Rumble now, and yep. that was not in the expectation for me. <laughs> so that was the part I had to come to the realization with. But right. the whole Punk right. Rollins thing probably being at Mania wouldn't. I would love it, and we talked about this off-air, where if we're kind of going in with that thought process, right, of, okay, we don't get Punk and Rollins at the Rumble, specifically, then having Cody and Punk wind up being the last two in Mm. is the only way, in my mind, you can book it. Because if you eliminated, say, Punk earlier on in the match, and Cody's still in, it's a dead-ass giveaway. I think the only, yeah, I think the final four has to be some ballpark of, like, Cody... Rollins, Gunther, and like well, Rollins can't be the world champion. I said Gunther. You said you said. Oh, Cody, sorry. Rollins, so I Cody Punk. Rollins. I meant Punk. Oh, okay, yeah. Cody yeah. Punk. Cody Punk. Yeah. Gunther and like Orton. Yeah, and then you sit there and they yeah, all four along yeah. each other. You go. All right, who's got it? Throw, yeah. th- four hottest names we have right now. Go. Yeah, like like toss me a knife. I don't know. Yeah. Like I think that's the way you do the final four because mm-hmm. even if Gunther's IC champion, he mm-hmm. can easily win the Rumble and just. Oh, yeah. Go on to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we all think Punk or Cody are going to do it, and then Randy's just the hot guy. Yeah. Well, Randy's the veteran. Okay. Veteran. Can he, guy. Win the thir- can he tie Austin when Hogan with three Rumble wins? There's a lot. There's a lot there. So out. I was uh, those those four would be awesome. Um, I do think it should be Cody and or Cody and Punk, and they just stand across the ring mm-hmm. from each other and go. We, one, one we of us. need that Taker Shawn Michaels like last eight minutes of the Rumble where you go. I don't know. Who's no idea. Win. I, that, that's the best part of the sim, rumble. For sim, me. Similar to the Gunther Cody yeah, from last year, where sure. it was like they're going back and forth. I go, I don't know who's going to win yeah. this one because you can make them. You go. I mean, Cody can still get there either way, right? Like you can still figure it out. Like yeah, both know. of them can still get to yeah. their goal, mm-hmm. but it's just one is a lot easier when you throw yeah, the other guy over. Yeah, exactly. What if um, they What if they do the 2005 both feet land? Well, and then they're both. 
the actual 2005 where they no, didn't no, no, plan no. it? I guess, I guess like the, it's the 94 Triple H, one where Triple H they... runs out and blows both his quads again like yeah. Vince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already done it, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. hate to see it. Yeah. If there's two guys who could pull it off, though, those two guys could definitely do it. I just think the the conversation of Punk and, and Cody, like, pre-rumble, where it's like... They already teased out. I know. It's it's like, out. My goodness. Like, you could just... There's so many... WWE right now is really just so star heavy yeah but with guys that are around it's not like we got brock and goldberg and yeah. some of these like you've got all legit i think the only right the only now. worry for this rumble honestly yeah is since we think it's like one of two guys yeah the rest of them doesn't matter i know I know. like it's it's like cena ryback levels of like oh, so we have these two guys yeah. at, at least we both we want both of these guys probably to win like we don't there's one that's like that'd be gross yeah but like when there's only two guys that probably can win then it's like mm. so all these other 28 guys have yeah, no chance t- tell me when we get to the final four yeah that's what you're telling me yeah a little bit which is a little unfortunate but other than yeah. that i think it's fine. yeah if 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 the final, if the result is going to be at WrestleMania 40, it's Seth Rollins versus CM Punk for the World Heavyweight Championship, main eventing night one, and you have Cody Roman main again, event, yeah. main eventing night two. I don't necessarily know from a from all aspects if you get two better main events for both nights. Mm. From a from a tr- because here's the deal, yeah. even with the Gunther thing, right? That is a wrestling fans like, oh man, can't wait. But from an outside perspective, Punk has outside media like yeah. buzz, right? That is a bigger match monetarily than Gunther Rollins. Is. No, hundred percent. You know I think I mean? the only other bigger match that you can have is Stone Cold. Well, Stone Cold, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. Stone Cold and Punk will probably be way yeah. bigger. Uh, I was gonna say like Rock Reigns. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Like exactly. that's obviously yeah. uh, in terms of current talent yeah. mm-hmm. that's there week to week and what have you. Yeah. That's your biggest main event. Yeah. Obviously, if you can tell me like, oh, well, you can bring in one guy from mm-hmm. outside and just throw him in one of these main events. Yeah, of course, Austin or Rock, and one of them would. Yeah, also that's be the only event. deterrent. I feel like is if if you if there's a report out there that they've got Austin locked up for Mania Forty. Mm-hmm. Then you can pivot, have Cody win the Rumble, Gunther can go face Rollins for the world title, and yeah. then Punk as semi-main, and then Punk and Austin main event. Yeah, it has to be because that is a that's a different that supersedes the championship. And this is coming from a championship guy, yeah. right? Who the world title has to mean everything. That is a Rock Austin, Rock Hogan type deal, right? Yeah. Where like that should have went on last. Yeah. Everybody agrees it should have been on last. That should, and especially because you have two nights. You yeah. can do it that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that would be transcendent. That'd yes. be a moment of moments. Um, let's shift folks a little bit. Let's talk to, about AEW here. Continental Classic in full swing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got the New Japan Strong Championship and the Ring of Honor World Championship. Rob, we still don't understand. I know. I don't I don't understand. Right, real quick on a New Japan question. Are they unifying the New Japan Strong and IWGP heavyweight tags? I don't think so. Okay, well, because I know like they were fighting at the World Tag League, it was the it was Yoshihashi and and Goto versus. Yeah, uh, they both just made the finals. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, they were I on different blocks. Yeah, no, so I was asking. I didn't know yeah. if that was like I, I, I know it was planned, but like I didn't know if that was like the goal at the end of it, like at Wrestle Kingdom, was to hey, because the New Japan Strong Title is going away, right? So yeah, are I they mean, getting rid of the tag titles and then it's like a unification thing? I mean, maybe. It could be it, right. I mean, I mean, one of them could have. I mean, that could be the challenge. Yeah. Once, once uh, Bishamon 
right. one, right. The, the world tag one. Uh-huh. Maybe they were like, hey, let's just combine these. Right. I don't know. I, okay. All right. I didn't know. It wasn't like an official like gotcha. combination. Okay. I didn't know. You, you follow that stuff a little bit more closely yeah. than I do at times. So it's like, I didn't know. Anyway, getting back to the Continental Classic, though, man, these matches have been bangers. These matches have really told a great story. I love the fact that you are getting, um, you know, and these don't need to be 45 minutes either, right, which is what I'm also enjoying. But I like the fact that you're getting guys like Swerve and Moxley going face-to-face and you're just building anticipation for week-to-week on something where you go, hey, you know, two weeks from now we're getting Moxley and Swerve and they're undefeated. Mm -hmm. Someone's got to give here, right? Like you, you get that feeling as a fan of, Oh, we're going to get a finish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's so important, I feel like, when you have these matches of knowing, hey, we're actually going to get a yay or a nay here on how this is going to go, yeah. right? Um, I'm really digging the Continental Classic. I wish the reward was a little bit more explained. But mm-hmm. in terms of match quality, in terms of intrigue, in terms of, oh, shit, this is happening? Uh-oh, I'm, I'm sign me up, yeah. right? All of those kind of steps go into where you go, all right, this is a if this is a yearly thing, we're we're cooking with gas. Yeah, I mean, this is what I've been wanting WWE to do yeah. for yeah. Mm-hmm. years. Yeah, right. I can't even explain for years. Mm-hmm. I just wanted them to have this kind of tournament over the summer when mm-hmm. like they have nothing else do going in the summer. Right. And then have the finals at SummerSlam or something. Or right. have the finals at a pay per view before that. Right. Let you get a championship badge at SummerSlam mm-hmm. or something, um, because this this type of thing is so it's so much fun and it's so easy to book. Yeah, and it's coming at a perfect time, really. When you yeah. think about now, it. like AEW side, like obviously you don't want to do it during the summer. Doing it during this tough part of time mm-hmm. is really nice because they have nothing. Like yeah. they're competing with the NFL and they're competing right. with the NBA right now, so like they need anything they can get for numbers wise. Yep. And so getting these banger matches every single week really mm-hmm. help with that. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been wanting a, um, a round robin type tournament yeah. and this is exactly why. Cause every yeah. single week you go, yeah, so we're having blue match versus blue match versus blue. And you go, look at that lineup every single week right. and you know what you're getting. So if they came to Detroit next week, right. We and know. We were, and we were yeah. going to dynamite. We would know. Okay. So we're getting these three blue matches, right? So we're getting mm-hmm. Swerve versus Mark Briscoe, mm-hmm. Moxley versus Rouge. Like we know what we're getting. Right. Do we want to go? Right. Instead of going, I, I Maybe, maybe we'll go, but yeah. like I don't know what they're gonna do. So I maybe sit there for six promos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's been awesome. Yeah. Um, no, I think, that, and anything I mean, else too. I think it's been perfectly timed with MGF's injury, right? And they're still doing the devil angle thing. So you're telling some stories on one side, but you also have yeah. a lot of really good content. That's crazy. They keep adding people to that devil storyline. Well, what's funny is everyone's like, it's the real people underneath the mask that are going to be revealed. I go, I don't believe that. Still, I don't believe it, but like. They kind of said it, so I'm like, yeah. I, I, it's like hard for me to say yeah. no. I just can't imagine that. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me to actually have the real people out there because then you're like, well, people are trying to like, yeah. Figure There's it a out. video Kyle like Kyle O'Reilly doing mm-hmm. the whole like duck down like, mm-hmm. and then like one of the masked guys were doing that, and I was like, I don't know. I still think the best case scenario is Adam Cole. Probably there is nobody else. You unless you were. There's nothing to me where I go. You give me a scenario, and I go, yeah, that's not as good. Yeah, devil check right now, percentage wise. I think mm-hmm. Cole is probably one on my list. I am mm-hmm. slowly, and I really don't want to like. If it's Jack it, Perry, I'm gonna be. No, 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 it's not Jack Perry. Um, it's not Punk. We re- we ruled it, that one out. 
Are you sure it's not fucking? It could be an imposter. Yeah. I'm slowly, and I have to look back because it's going to annoy me mm-hmm. if I'm missing something. I think there's a small percentage. I'm like, what if it's just MGF? Oh, God, that'd be bad. That That's the Vince McMahon, it was me all along thing. I, yeah. The higher power shit. And, and Tony will get skewered. Oh, he'll get killed for it. He'll get killed. But it's like one of those things where he comes out every single week and does that. The devil's biggest trick is telling everyone I'm here, but no one believe me or whatever yeah, the line is. Right. And I go, he literally comes out every single week. Yeah. Saying I'm not the devil, yeah. and then he ends up being the devil. I think it would just be a crazy swerve. I don't think it would work, but like I'm. Sw- I think it'd be stupid because you go. So we're not establishing anybody. We're just building more around MJF again. And yeah. I go. He's already the champion. Yeah. He hasn't lost in years. What else? What else are we gonna do? Yeah. I, I'm like slowly getting to that point where I'm like it could be him. I still want it to be Adam Cole at the. end I of the still day. think at the end of it, Cole with Taven, ben, uh, Mike. Bennett or Canales, what the fuck is last uh, name? Roger Strong, and Roger and Strong, Kyle and Kyle O'Reilly. Those are your four. You have those five guys where you go. There's all a history here, mm-hmm. right? And then they're the new faction running AEW for the next eight to ten months. Yeah. And then we break them off slowly. Kyle, we've already known they can do that, and he's a big baby face at the time. Roddy's solid as a single. Taven and Bennett as your as your tag team. It all works. Yeah. No. You know, you know what I mean? Hundred Like I yeah. think. The story should be and like as like clear as day mm-hmm. is Adam Cole with all those guys and everything. I'm just like because I'm like I don't believe it's like a hangman. I think that'd be they just they shouted that in like last minute just to be like oh hey, look at someone else or like a swerve. Like none of these people are in that storyline, so I'm like I don't know why it would be them the whole time when they haven't been a part of the story the whole time. Right. Like if it was like a swerve, I'm like yeah, you want the world title. But like, I don't think it's Samoa Joe either. I can't I, make a big I, fan. I, I can't imagine yeah. if it's actually the people. It could be Samoa Joe. That's what I'm saying. Like I just, I just, it's getting to the point where it's like, you better. This better be good because you're talking this shit up and you're really like, really dragging it, which is fine because you're building anticipation. But if it just turns out to be MJF and you just, you flip him heel, I don't think anyone's gonna boo it. That's the thing. Everyone's gonna go. Yeah, <gasps> I know. And then they're going to go, oh, you're a genius. And then that's I, it. And then everyone's going to go, know, okay, fun- great. The funny part is, I think that's the exact outcome, too, yeah. is you're so smart. Right, exactly. And it's not, then, it's yeah. not I the, hate you because yeah. of it. Because yes. you're not you're not screwing over. Anybody. You're attacking you're, yourself. You're, you're just making you're, yourself you're, look more vulnerable. Yeah, great. you're making yourself look bad. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it, it's nonsensical. Yeah. The only way I think it works is if it's Cole or on a... Hell of a prayer of a prayer. It's Tony. Yeah. And he interjects. But I don't think Tony, and this is not a shot at AEW, Tony Khan is not Vince McMahon. No. Tony Khan cannot do a promo like Vince. Tony Khan's not a, Tony Khan, when he goes on television, is not a character. He's just Tony, right? Yeah. He's just a nice guy. He's like, hey, really excited about the show today. I really appreciate you supporting the product, blah, 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 blah. Vince McMahon's like, had a character established as a character. Yeah. That's the only way it would work. Yeah, no, I know. I, I wish Tony was a little more yeah out there. Yeah, because well, just, then I'm like, yeah. because then I'm like, it could work. You got to be in it. You know, what I mean, Vince has literally been in it since forever. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's just, it's two different it's it's two different people. But otherwise, I don't see a way. I don't see an avenue. Like, okay, if it's Brian, if any big star, because here's the thing, it can't be some random schmuck. Like, if this was like Wardlow. I'm yeah. going to shoot myself. Like, yeah. that's going to be terrible, you yeah. know? Because, like, oh, who cares? We missed that boat two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's going to have to be somebody that is, in, you know, like, okay, now we're going to get this. We're going to get this payoff. Yeah. It's going to be a whole thing. And I also think, like, even if it 
were to be someone else that's not Adam Cole, I feel like you almost have to change plans to make it Adam Cole. Yes. Because everyone wants it to be Adam exactly. Cole. Exactly. But that's the thing is, like, to the point of, like, MJF, like, no one's going to boo MJF. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like, Adam Cole, like, it's... Here's the thing. If, so if, it, if it does be, if it if it turns out to be Adam Cole, people are going to cheer. Yes, they're going to cheer because they go, "I knew it." Yes, yes, fine. But it's a it's a it's a relief of yes. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're going. Now we're going to get this whole different dynamic of yeah. now Cole is the true heel here. MGF is total baby here. Now it's a different level. It's a different match rather than we're just two best friends fighting for the title. Mm. It's a totally like it's like every single time Cole cheated in that in that match, right? Everybody went, oh, "All right, here we go. We're finally going to see the split," and it never happened, mm-hmm. right? And so now when you finally get that definitive cut, it's a total different level of okay. I'm happy because the storyline is good. That's why I'm cheering rather than I'm cheering because Adam Cole's the good guy. You yeah. know what I mean? No, 100%. So, like, that is a different level to me, and that's where I'm like, okay. Because if it's Jack Perry, everyone's going to go, cool. Now what? Another guy who can't talk. Because the guy who's the leader of this thing has to be able to talk. That is big facts. But, all right, that's going to be it for this week's show. Next week, yes, we're definitely going to be hitting on Lions. We'll do another AEW WWE check-in. You know, we're kind of on CM Punk watch, it feels like, right now. Every time he farts in the wind we're like oh let's go talk about it um we're gonna have more of that (laughs) exactly over the next couple weeks obviously right we're gonna be talking nfl playoffs we've got the college football playoff coming up here in the next couple weeks as well lots of good stuff coming your way guys but on behalf of the missing whale man still can't believe florida state didn't make it he's the the merc so mike merkel don't get me started i'm the mouth of michigan rob we will see you guys as always next time